I needed some space of nothingness, of like not having any plan or any anything scheduled in order to just figure out what is it that comes to me. And I felt I needed more of that void. Welcome to In Between. A couple of weeks ago, I met a friend that I know for many, many years already, and I've always found her life very inspiring and uh, very, very interesting. And we were having dinner and talking a little bit what kind of podcast we could create together. And uh, after only five minutes of talking, uh, we had a topic Because when I asked her what kind of topic could work for you at the moment, she was like, oh, I'm just feeling so lost right now. And she was saying that as a joke. And then I was like, but feeling lost is something we all have felt at one or the other point. And I find it a very interesting space to be in, a very interesting topic. And uh, so it comes that today we're going to have a conversation about feeling lost. So since I had the pleasure of already knowing you and being familiar with you and your life and your life choices for many, many years, but my listeners didn't, I would invite you to tell us a little bit about how your life looks like at the moment, where you live, how you live, what you do, or uh, whatever else you would like to tell us to introduce yourself. So yes, hi, my name is Julia. I live at the moment in Dahab, Egypt, which is like a diver's paradise on the Red Sea. I work as a freediving instructor, sometimes yoga teacher, uh, sometimes community cook. I do a lot of outdoors. In some way, I do live the dream life. Um, but also, of course, I'm a human and uh, things are not always easy. And uh, a couple of years ago, I was at a point in my life where I really didn't know what to do because I didn't want to do what my path of university life was leading me to. And I, I decided to take a radical, relatively radical decision of just basically move here to Egypt and uh, quit the normal life and become a freediving instructor and athlete. Uh, right now, I'm at a similar point in my life where I'm doing that life and it's all amazing and stuff, but also I feel a little bit of a void inside me again. How is the future going to look? What What is it? What I want to do? I've been looking at that for a long time. Like it, Some people are lucky that when they're five years old, they know I'm going to be a writer or I'm going to be like a pilot or whatever, and that's what they become. And for me, it's very the opposite that I just really don't find my calling or my, my thing to do in the world in that way. And uh, exploring that, I, I feel I got pretty lost <laughs> in some ways. And I feel very lost many times and I'm trying to indulge into it again and again. And uh, there's episodes or parts of my life where I feel like I have at least some sort of a plan for a little bit or have some ideas. And then there's moments where I just feel like I really don't know what I want to do or where I want to go, or where this is heading, or what is going to happen. And I feel I'm at the point of my life again now where this is happening, where I really don't know what I want. Yeah, I think we're diving a little bit into that. So the question I would like to start this conversation with is why and how is feeling lost a topic for you in your life? 
It's been like a topic for a long time already. I've been several years in the idea of like, let's see, what can I do? What is good for me to do? What am I good for to do in this world? And I feel I really, really indulged into this question also with my lifestyle by leaving university before finishing it, deciding to follow my dream and go diving in the Red Sea, knowing that it's not necessarily what I want to what I want to do forever or what is going to be like a smart solution to do in life. And I decided to just do that and, and see where it brings me. Sometimes I don't even know what is the next step. So I just do what I've been doing to be doing something or I do nothing and just see what, what comes up as a, as an inspiration of what I would want to do. So it's very scary many times, but at the same time, it's also interesting to see where where things bring me on on the professional level specifically i feel very lost for many years and on other questions of life you know where do i want to live where do i want to be what are the people i want to be with so these are like all questions that are like not necessarily fully answered for myself that's how i came to feel like yeah i'm feeling lost in, in many ways and and this for many years, I'm working on being okay with being lost. And uh, I'm not saying I'm fully okay with it because it's not a nice feeling, but uh, it's okay. That actually works really well with my second question. And I wanted to go a little bit into yours and my biography and kind of look at which role did feeling lost play there? I think the first time was I was in university and I had like this relatively cool lifestyle of seven months of studying and five months of vacation in total. And I always went backpacking. I had a job that would allow that too. So basically things were just the way I wanted them to be. And I remember I was sitting on an amazing beach in Mexico and I noticed I'm not happy. Like I have everything that I kind of wanted to achieve in some way up to that point in my life. And I wasn't, I felt not happy. I felt that like it's not fulfilling me in some way. And I think that's where like the first big being lost started because I was like, well, I did everything I thought I needed and, and it's not really giving me what I want. It's not giving me what I, what, what I need in a way. And with university, it's like, all right, then you do the bachelor and then you do the master and then you do a bunch of internships and then you go work in this office. Uh, if you get lucky with your job, you're also going to have interactions with people. You're going to be traveling, but you're going to be a lot in the office and you have maybe five weeks of vacation in a year. And for me, that was just like a dead end. I was like, so basically my life will end when I finish university. That's how it felt. And that was like a strong key for like, well... I guess it's not what I want to do, what is like on this path that I'm having with university here. I think I started like, instead of studying, I was just Googling alternatives. And uh, I came upon this term of digital nomads, which uh, I was like, oh, there is other ways. You can be in different places while working. Like I never knew about that before. Digging more into this world that I found online there, I just found there's so like a lot of people that do different things. And then also parallel to that, when I started the freediving, which was also, I think, mid-university time, I, I discovered Dahab, the place in Egypt where I'm living now, 
and the people living here, and it was just something that appealed to me because they were doing exactly that. They broke out of the system and did their own thing, fulfilled their dreams, live as diving structure, go diving every day and all of that. So, you know, I could see alternatives, even though, like, I wasn't like, oh, this is exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, well, maybe for now. And I will see on later. I think somehow if I think of my own life and I think about the different moments where I felt lost, I realized that it seems to be either big moments of uh, of crisis where destiny suddenly hits you and, for example, the divorce of my parents or the death of my mother. These were all moments that as a child or later as an adult kind of left me with this feeling of being really lost, like suddenly I don't know how to go on, I don't know how to how things work anymore. So on the one hand, a lot of my feeling most lost moments are these kind of moments of crisis and the other kind of moments that I could think of, many of them were kind of moments when it was about choosing or deciding what the next step is going to be. So for example, After the master, like uh, finishing the master and suddenly you have to find a job. Suddenly you realize, oh, the world has not been waiting for graduates in anthropology. Like, uh, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do now? All these kind of moments where you have to decide what the next step is going to be. That was kind of an interesting insight I had when I tried to think of my life and moments where I struggled with feeling lost. Yeah, I can relate to that. It's also kind of like, oh my God, but what, is, what if I choose the wrong one? I feel on that level with the choices, I I kind of established a good relationship of just trusting that in my gut, I know which one is my choice. And uh, so in that way, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm quite good at taking choices when it comes to big choices, when it comes to small choices, like what should I eat for dinner? I'm terrible. So <laughs> there is this difference. But like for the big choices in life, I feel I kind of know. But like that part I described at university there, like I was just slowly getting more and more depressed. And uh, so that was in a way a big struggle. And I actually reached a point where I didn't feel like doing anything, but like maybe two or three things of the like 20 things I had to do in a week. There were some weeks, it was like towards the end of the first semester of the master. I don't know if you remember that I was very absent all the time. Um, At some point I was just like, you know, okay, if I was like, let's say my mom right now and I'm very caring to myself and I'm asking myself, like, what would you like to do and only do the things you want to do and everything else that you don't want to do, but you feel you have to do, just don't do them. So you just do the things you really want to do and everything else you leave beside and that's okay for now. And Basically, what came out, I did keep going to the freediving training and I kept going to Portuguese class. And that was about it from all the other classes, all the other things I had to do. But it was, in a way, very, you know, saddening to see for myself, like that conclusion was like 90% of things I'm doing in my daily life, I don't want to do. And at the same time, it just put very clearly up there like, oh, but these are the things that you want to do. And even if it's very few, like, it's something and it's a very good guidance of, like, where to go next. It's, it's at least a hint. And, and for me, feeling that lost that I did, it, it was kind of very, very calming. Like, I'd rather have, like, one crazy interest than none at all. One thing that I was wondering, 
I mean, in your story, there is this big moment when you actually decided to move to Egypt to drop out of master. I think that was one of the most unconventional decisions which you made in Switzerland, in the friend circle you were. Um, how was the reaction or the backlash that you got for these decisions? Because now we're talking a lot about moments of feeling lost when you have to make a big decision or they are usually followed by a big decision, the decision to change something to probably get out of this state of feeling lost. What kind of reaction did you get? Do you remember something specific there? Yeah, I mean, of course, my family was um, super happy and fully supporting and absolutely thinking I'm doing the best choice of my life. Not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I think it's it's very often the family, they want the best for you and they just know what was best for them or what they did worked in a way, even if it was maybe the best or whatever, like what they did worked. And so that's what they know. One thing I really remember is uh, when I sat down with my mom, when I told her that I quit university, it's like I knew I cannot involve her in the process of making this decision because she will just try to talk me out. And when the decision was made, I remember like I was just coming out of a 10-day Vipassana retreat, 10 days of meditation, which is really what brought me the clarity. And and uh, we were like going to a family lunch, something like that. And we were together in the train going there. I kind of just, you know, dropped the bomb. It's like, by the way, I quit university. And her first thing is like, how come you didn't tell me that? And I'm like, well, I'm telling you now. <laughs> like it's, she was one of the first that I was telling. It was just obviously I couldn't involve her in the process of deciding. And we had like a few talks here and there about it and like her of course like so what do you think financially of course the question and all of this all the things parents are worried about I basically told her about that being lost I didn't call it being lost I would not suggest that towards parents in that way but <laughs> I was I was just telling her like I don't really know what I want but I want to just make some space right now to find out because I feel I never had space in my life so far where where it wasn't the next step plan. Like I always had like, you know, you do the kindergarten, you do the school, you do the high school, then you do maybe one gap year and then you go to university and then you go to internship, you go to your job. And for me, like I needed some space of nothingness, of like not having any plan or any anything scheduled in order to just figure out what is it that comes to me. And I felt I needed more of that void and I feel like it was like one of the truest conversations I had with my mom and she really understood it in a way. And what was really sweet actually is like, I think a couple of weeks or a couple of months later, we had a phone call and I was in Egypt, I think at the time. And she, she was talking about something of like, you know, like that, that thing that you said about just drifting around a bit and trying that out too now. Um, in smaller scales, of course, but like it was one thing that's like, wow, in some way, when you really speak your truth, it will arrive to people. I actually found your way of life and the decisions you took always very inspiring. And I even feel I've observed a couple of times how you inspired other people by it. And uh, I was always very happy when I saw this. And I find this so interesting because when I think of feeling lost, and I've thought quite a bit about it, preparing myself for this episode... 
I always see in front of myself, especially probably when I connected with you, like this person alone in a huge underwater, in a huge ocean, and there is the void, there is nothing around this person. And of course, I'm thinking of your pictures when you were like diving. But in a way, it's interesting that to get out of the void, of the feeling lost, you need more void, just as you already said it. I think it strikes me as something so interesting in, in, in like many ways. And I think it's, it's very true. What I what just comes to me now when you say that like it is, but there is also the doubt because in a way it's also an experiment. Like I don't know what is at the end of this. Maybe I'm just getting like more and more and more lost. Like imagine you go into a big ocean or in space, even like you go lost and you might reach something, but you might not, and that's very scary. Like that not knowing. So there are doubts all the time, and I can see how it's doing people good, but also there is the other side where people get very lost. I mean, that's definitely, and that's also why feeling lost or even diving deeper into that lostness is so scary. Because uh, as you said, you don't know if there is going to come a light after the tunnel or not in the end. I think one other thing you said that struck me and that I find quite interesting is uh, when you talked about decision-making and you said that you feel that... Um, You developed quite a good gut feeling of which decision is yours. And I find that very amazing because uh, I myself am terrible at making decisions. Like I always feel this FOMO. I'm already, when I have to take a decision, I'm so scared I'm going to take the wrong one. And I can only see the door that is closing. <laughs> If I choose one, I cannot see the door that I'm going to walk through and all the amazing things that I'm going to find behind the door, but only the door that is closing and all the things I'll rule out if I take the other choice. And uh, um, it would be interesting to hear more about that in case you have anything more to add about uh, your decision-making process or... Yeah, I think I can add to it. Like, I, I can definitely relate to that feeling um of like yeah the foam of like the missing out and like oh my god what if it's the wrong one and i think that there was this big decision when i was about to quit university and i remember i was was sitting with a therapist in a room at some point and she gave me like that example of like the two chairs and you sit in one chair and you're talking about what speaks for the one choice and you sit in the other chair what seats speaks for the other choice and then you keep going back and forward and make like make your decisions it's kind of like a, a technique and it just really didn't bring me anywhere uh it just like i'm sure it helps some people i'm not saying it's a bad technique but for me like it was just like now looking back i can say it was a decision it's still too much in the head like you're making all the rational arguments with that and and in my opinion this is just not how decision making works in that way when it comes to your personal decisions there was this fun thing it was kind of like I, i mentioned before the vipassana that i did and i think that really showed me how powerful decision making can be and, and like how it can work and i don't know partly it was instinct i guess but also i knew about this vipassana for like i think since two years someone had mentioned it to me and i thought like first i was like oh my god 10 days of silence and 10 hours meditation sounds like terrible. But over the two years, I heard about it again and again and again from people. And I slowly started to make friends with that idea of like, you know, sitting with yourself for 10 days, not speaking to others. Like in some way, I, f I was curious, I think. 
I briefly looked into their webpage of like when they have courses and they had like six months all booked out completely with long waiting lists. I'm a person, I, I cannot plan things six months ahead. Like I, I just, it freaks me out. Like saying what I'm going to do in six months, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, so I didn't look at that again. And then like towards the end of the semester, it was maybe May or something, uh, like that idea stuck with, in my head. Like what about doing maybe one of those meditation things? Like maybe brings you more clarity about yourself. And I looked into the webpage again and there was exactly one in the next month that had a short waiting list. The downside was it was the week of the exams for university. <laughs> and I, I literally was just like, all right, you know, like I let fate decide this. I'm going to apply. It's a waiting list. It's a short one. So I put my application in, even though I didn't expect that I would get in there. Like I did not expect it at all. I just left it out there. They see, let the universe take its decision. I put it out there and I kept going to university. Well, as much as I did at the time, but um, in my mind, I was kind of already ready to not do the exams anyway, even if I wouldn't go there. Three days before the course started, I did get a phone call that I was actually in. So like things already got very clear to me that I'm not going to do the exams, at least at that semester. So I've been so much in my head about the decisions and like the plus and minus for each path to take and like, you know, rationalizing it all, formulating it all that for these 10 days of, you know, you're in silence, you're with yourself, like you don't speak to anyone else, you're meditating all the time, there's no stimulus, there's no music, no book, nor anything you get to distract yourself. I was just like, I am not going to think about this decision at all. I'll put it aside. I do the 10 days meditation. And at the end, it's like I put it in a box, put the box away. At the end, I take the box out. And that's what I did. Of course, sometimes the question came up, but I just, you know, I didn't bother to, to dig into it. I would just let it go right away. And it was not even hard for me to not think about that too much. And I came out of the meditation and there was no question anymore. There was no choice. I just knew what was the right thing. So that's why I'm saying for the big life choices, I kind of just know and we, we kind of just know, but when we get too much in our head, we try to rationalize things, we try to overthink it, then we get all these other ideas of what could be and what if and what that. But down in our, in our gut or in our heart or whatever you want to call it, we know. That's also the advice I give to people. Like sometimes people don't have 10 days to make a decision. But my advice is always like put it in a box, put the box away, don't think of it for, you know, the amount of time that you have until you need to think about it again. And, uh, and like let the void come. Don't think about it. Do other things in life, relax the mind, that's the most important. And then the answer is, I would say 99% of the time is just there. That's actually very interesting and it's a beautiful story also. One thing that I really liked is when you said, uh, let the void come. I, I love that phrasing already. And I want to think a little bit about the maybe more positive sides of the feeling lost. Because uh, looking at your life, I feel that you often strived to get away from fixed structures in order to be more free in some way. And I'm wondering, isn't feeling lost something beautiful as well? 
in the sense that that you dare to be just lost for a while now when we were talking i really like when i said that with the void i was i was almost going to add being in the void and being lost are kind of the same thing the lost sounds much more negative than the void in a way uh they both sound scary i think and and again now like when i say the void it sounds to me like yeah well like the void is is it's like an emptiness it's not empty of course there's a lot happening in there and there's a lot of things and a lot of surprises and new things to come our mind always wants to hold on to something and because that's what gives us security to be attached to something to someone to and the idea of being lost or being in the void is letting go of all of that and that's really really scary of course letting go means we can find new things uh but the idea that what if we let go and we don't find something is is i think is one of the most challenging ones i think what is the the empowering part of that getting lost is like the only thing that is always with you and you that you can truly find if you let go of anything else is yourself and that's basically i think the motivation why people want to do that like i don't want to be attached to this i don't want to do this i don't want to do the career or the house or whatever it is because i don't know what i want to do or i want to listen to what i want to do i want to feel more what i my person actually wants to do what do i need right now what what is it that my person craves in that moment and then with that you get an answer because there's always something that we need in in any moment in some way um and that getting lost really brings us towards finding ourselves in a way and it's interesting because uh, earlier you said that uh you have to learn how to be okay with feeling lost which i also found a really interesting phrase because uh yeah this feeling lost as something maybe it can be a discomfort or maybe a certain i don't know way of feeling that you have to get used to do i have to get used to be in that space and maybe it has to do with letting go in order to find new things letting go and floating for a while so that you can arrive at new shores basically i do find that there is like a lot of different flavors to feeling lost at different points in life usually or when i think like it was a very different feeling lost for example in my teenage years when i was like who am i who am i supposed to be which friends should i hang out with which clothes should i wear what is an i don't know a good expression of myself and me is a very different feeling lost than when i think for example the kind of feeling lost that i felt after a breakup or after a death where suddenly everything feels meaningless and you have to get back into that meaning making and seeing meaning in your life and you have to come out of this depressed i don't feel anything and i don't care about anything kind of state or again this is different to maybe the last thing i can think of at least right now um the kind of feeling lost i sometimes feel when i realize oh god i'm so stuck in my own patterns i am so stuck in making the same wrong decisions again and again i'm like running in circles and i'm so weighed down by my patterns and i cannot change them or it, it it's so hard which also for me a lot of times comes with a certain feeling of i'm i'm feeling so lost like this there's this big force which is so much bigger than me and i cannot overcome it in some uh, some or the other way yeah well i feel that so much especially what you're saying about like getting into the same situations 
over and over again and and like you you thought you did it and you overcame it and 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 it got better or you learned a lesson and then like in your face no you didn't but someone up there is laughing at me really hard right now no <laughs> and that is a really shitty feeling um like we're so much grown into this society where we have to you know we have to achieve and and if we don't achieve or if we don't manage something then then we're a failure and it it absolutely is part of life and everyone goes through it in some ways and some people are more aware of it than others and if you notice that you already are aware to a certain point and then, then congratulations that's amazing is there anything about uh, feeling lost that you would like to add? Something we didn't have a chance to talk about yet? Or maybe some other thought or anecdote that you uh, still had and would like to have a chance to tell it? Hmm. I think I said it already, but I think what really is my message in is like that being okay with being lost and uh, that it's okay that we feel like that. And all we need in that moment is being kind to ourselves and uh, coming back to ourselves. And it's an invitation to, to find ourselves more in the process. Mm -hmm.